0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Hey there, it's Timmy Manner, and welcome to the Spirit of Sport right here on 1170 SEN. Joining me tonight, like he does every week, it's big bad being a little.
1: Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Yeah, this is the Spirit of Sport where we chat to some amazing figures in the sporting world. And today, we've got one of my favourites. He's uh, He's got quite the story. In it. Yeah. He's a bit of a late blue man in rugby league. I guess tonight, he's played over 140 games in professional rugby league across Australia and England after debuting for the Warriors back in 2013. Our guest is known as one of the most toughest and damaging forwards to come up against. I was lucky enough to play against him at the Mighty Power Eagles as well. He's currently at the Castle for Tigers over in the UK. He's also the co-host of Talk Your Walk, which we're going to talk a lot about today. Our guest tonight on the Spirit of Sport is Big Castlefoot Tigers, Suya Matangi. It's all the way. Thanks for joining us, No, Thank you so much, guys, and for the
2: kind words of intro. Uh, really honored, man, and privileged to be on here. So thanks for this opportunity.
0: All the way from the UK. Thanks for joining us. Uh, talk to us. What's it like over there at the moment? Hot, cold, dark. I know it gets oh, dark there yeah, in the really middle. It's really cold. What <laughs> time does the sun go down yeah. over there at the moment? um usually
2: it goes down around three thirty, four o'clock in Whoa. the afternoon Jeez. that's yeah so it's usually pick up the kids and it um gets pretty dark really um really easy now so yeah, wow. um what, what was crazy just to give you a little insight as well um i was watching my son's game and man, i've never seen um, players um this was yesterday just crying to to sort of come off because it was that cold. <laughs> yeah, it was breaking, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I used to cry to come off because I was tired. Yeah, <laughs> cold. I used to put my hand up to come off because my lungs were hurting. Uh,
1: tell us a bit about your kids. How, how many you got? What are their ages? Oh, yeah, I got four four kids, uh, three boys, um, one girl. She's the oldest now.
2: Um, she'd be 15. Oh, uh, wow. going to 16. Yeah, and my oldest uh, boy, he'll be 13 this year. And then I got two young ones, um, that are coming up there uh six and seven.
0: You're always be playing first grade soon, wouldn't he?
2: <laughs> oh, that's yeah, he now he inspires um he inspires to play um a professional level as well, so Sweet. uh yeah, just trying to gotta keep him in line
1: and um
2: him make him doing the extras and stuff like that. <sighs> stay on track.
1: Mate, four kids. What, what's your secret? Give us you know, uh Timmy's got two kids, I've got three. We're just budding parents. Tell us how to do it. <laughs> 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 uh, no chicken,
2: man. all credit to uh, to my amazing wife. Um, she she does the real. Uh, she plays the real game. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just uh, thankful to uh, be able to play. Um, you know, rugby league yeah. wouldn't well, be able to do a photo. But yeah, she's
1: well played. All mate. credit to her. yeah. That's points there. Yeah. Points there. <laughs> You're just a piece of meat, aren't you? You've got feelings too, <laughs>
0: <laughs> mate. Talk to us. What's it like been playing over there? I know it's um, a long way from home and a long way from New Zealand, I guess, but. How's the experience been playing in the UK?
2: Yeah, it's um uh to be honest, it's um really thankful and grateful for this um opportunity. It's um it's a different experience for me, um, especially coming over. It's uh, my third year and uh, third year now. And um yeah, sort of just um, sort of getting getting used to it now. You know, um the weather plays a big factor, eh? and um just found some ways, you know, to to really enjoy it and, and and stay focused. But um, it's good, man. The crowds here, they're really passionate um, and and loyal, so they really get behind um your team. So yeah, it, it's exciting when you're running out to a game and you know you've got a full um, cheering stadium just cheering you on. So that's that's uh, yeah, really good, man. It's a good experience.
0: What what's the level of football like there? Like I watch a lot of the games on TV, and it seems like it's probably. In many ways, more physical than NRL. How do you find it? Is it? I don't know about the speed of the game, but in terms of the physicality of it, is it pretty tough?
2: Yeah, it's um, it's hard to um sort of pinpoint it, like what's what's the difference in a way, but um, it's it has it's um, it's it's tough in its own way. I think you know when you think of. Um, the weather as well. I think the weather plays a massive factor because um, you really got to be mentally um, strong to to even fight through that. And you know, I mentioned yeah. um, it's it's cold, man. Like it's, it's cold, so you got to get around that. But then, yeah, getting um, I think yeah, it's hard to like I said, it, it brings its own challenges. So it's uh, yeah, they're they're both uh, physical and and, and fast. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a really tough one to try and break down there, but um, yeah, yeah, it has its own challenges, both NRL and you know the Super League.
0: Yeah, it's such a um, it's it's such a different scenario. You're right. I think the weather is such an important part as well. Like, you, I used to hate going to play in Canberra, let alone over in England. Um, how's it been having you, like a network of Aussie players over there as well? Like, a, we're going to talk soon about your um, your show, but how's it been being able to connect with people back from back home?
2: Yeah, that's um, that's a yeah you know, big. Um, Mass effect days um, especially having um, you know other international over here um, I don't know if you guys know where um, but it's been like nearly two years now um you know we couldn't come home so uh, to be able to just link link up and you know this is, this is family there's pretty much family away from from home really so um yeah all the internationals are sort of um sticking, uh, sticking together and um, planning to you know get together um, during Christmas as well because you know we kind of uh, travel back home uh, yeah, just probably been the longest time of being away from home and away from uh, parents and stuff. So yeah, it plays a massive factor just having that um, support uh, network group.
0: Who, who's part of that? Like who do you have any Australians in your in the council Tigers alone? Um just uh we've
2: got Sai Fiki at the moment. Um okay. to you Kenny Edwards. Oh play the, with, big uh with yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, big big B as well, Beretta. Mahe Fanua. Oh no, nice. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, there's a there's a few of us, um then uh, big uh, Grant Millington just um left uh you know retired this year and went back so um yeah we've got a sort of uh, good good crew to stick together. But um outside of that, uh, everyone always um stays in touch as well and been talking to Big Tax as well and my my and dad, you know, who are all in Hull as well. So Awesome man. That's uh, yeah, everyone still stays in touch, yeah. But forty 40 minutes to an hour away from each other. Yeah. It's not too, not not too far. Mate,
1: 140 games in, um, that's quite a, quite a long career so far. Is there anything you're doing to, to maintain your performance or take, take care of your body?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of, you know, um, Timmy mentioned it earlier, sort of came through really late. Um, but there's one thing that I, um, that I heard, um, from, from, from a mate of mine, actually, uh, you know, we talk a lot about um, just life after, um, outside of rugby, and the remember him sharing, he goes, use it or lose it, mm. and, um, you know, he says most people wait until it's um, too late, or wait until they're diagnosed with something before they do something, so for me, it's just, um, yeah, keep moving, I like to try and move and stretch around, and yeah. um, he's he's got this movement routine that he does, but, you yeah, know, we really just want to stay active in eh, every way we can.
1: Yeah, you mentioned you came in late. What were some of the the reasons for being such a late bloomer?
2: Yeah, I started, um, I only started um, chasing my dream at the age of 19. Wow. So, yeah, I was working uh, before that full time and, um, yeah, it hit me. You know, I was a delivery driver, uh, driving for a linen company at the time. Yeah. Just,
0: um, yeah, working
2: 12 hours and, you, you know, you ponder, you have a lot of time to ponder of yourself when you're driving there. And uh, <laughs> I think that one of the moments where I was like, man, I don't want to have that what if, you know, five, ten years from now, I don't want to have that what if and look back and, you know, if you're on the barbecue with the kids and that and, or, you know, the grandkids or, you know, when you're just talking and sharing stories and yeah. stuff and I definitely do not want that to be one of them stories like, you know, what if or maybe uh, if I could have done that and yeah. Just do not want any excuses, really. Back in my so, yeah, day, yeah,
0: I was I was better than him. I could have made first grade for you know, but, but you know, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, that's it. Eh? You yeah. It's funny. So you're talking about, I guess, your your experience pre football um, in the workforce. I was listening to um, this week's episode of the uh, Talk Your Walk. Um, you, you co-host that with three other guys, and it's really really cool show. Like it's um, for anyone that hasn't seen, I really encourage you guys to check them out. They're um, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. On YouTube, um, but it's, it's just four footy players just opening up and, and talking about, you know, issues that, um, you know, currently, you know, all athletes go through. But this week's episode, the theme was um, life after football. Um, did that did that have a big impact on you, I guess, that, that preparation um, in the workforce and giving you a taste of what life is like in reality, I guess, that a lot of guys don't have or don't experience because they go straight from school to professional rugby league?
2: yeah that's a really good question i feel like um yeah being in the workforce before um chasing the dream that sort of gave me a um a, a sort of insight of where I don't wanna return back to you know um, i've sort of been there worked um twelve hours and some done you know done some hard work um laboring jobs you know and uh it really gave me an insight you know uh becoming a professional uh, rugby league uh, player you know look back now it's been eight eight or nine years now and um it's given me the insight, you know, of 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 seeing what it takes to um get to the highest level.
0: Yeah.
2: And I've um uh, and, and now I've learned, you know, the qualities that it takes to, to get there. You know, you, you can apply this um to any other trade or skill, you know, or whatever other passion that, that you want. And um mm. and, and for me, it's it's giving me that that clarity of like, um, you know, of not just going backwards, I've I've achieved some sort of level of success. Mm. You know, I don't have to. And no disrespect to, you know, uh, you know, to the workforce or nine five but I was Like, man, I can actually do more now. You know that I've learned. You know what I've achieved. Mm, that's awesome. It's giving me, you know, just um, just the right mindset. You know that, hey, um, you know uh, these qualities. Because you got to remember, um, you know, it's like epic to be going through a preseason. Man, when you realize, you know, what it takes to go for a pre-season and stuff. Man, you can literally um, put that's yourself it. in then you know, apply something to another, um, you know, whatever it is that
1: you're, you're passionate to do. Mm. Yeah, we all go through um, struggles and have those those mm. um character-building moments through, throughout our lives. What's been um, an anchor for you while you've gone through these, these troubled times? Yeah, um,
2: man, for me, a big one has been my faith, eh? Um, my faith in God really um, right from the beginning um it was it was just clear from right from the beginning um you know when I chased this dream um it was a, a dream that um he restored
1: yeah you
2: know since i had um since I was six years old, and I lost that i sort of lost that dream and you know when I had those moments um mm. yeah he restored my dream and and I went after it, and he's been uh yeah the the key of just opening the doors in the right time and um bringing the right people in the right um you know in the right right time, but you know um like I mentioned early on, my wife's been, um, she played a massive part in, um, you know, in my, my journey to, to, to where I'm at now
0: yeah. and having
2: key, key people, um, you know, strong brothers and sisters in Christ that were just able to uh, not only hold me accountable, but speak life into me. And that really helped, you know, through the um, through the tough times that, you know, like you mentioned, we all go through our struggles and stuff. Hey? And, yeah. uh, one thing I, um, I've i learned when I look back is that a um, good thing about it is you don't have to go out alone when you have... Um, you know, strong brothers and sisters, and you know your wife that are there to, you know, um, either hold you or you know catch you. So when you are falling, you're not just falling straight to the ground, but you're able to fall on you know on soft hands, and you've got that encouragement there to to you know to push you along the
0: way. Mm. So good, tongues. Can you tell us a bit about how you um how you found faith and how you uh, came to I guess know God?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, long story short, man. Um, you know where you know, already um I got sentenced to um the age of seventeen, uh sentenced to three years in prison and um yeah I got sent to a adult prison and um wasn't until six months uh, you know, while I was inside. Um I just remember I had a revelation and I I remember looking up my window cell and I realized, you know, the life I thought had meaning and, and purpose, you know, was mm. the drugs, the alcohol, the partying, all that kind of stuff. Um you know, chasing um, and, you know, I was passionate about gangs at the time. And I remember looking out the window and I seen, you know, um, 80, 80, 90% of everyone else was in India for the same same crimes as me. You know, the the, the, the same it was it was other alcohol offense and gang related and all that kind of stuff. And it, it hit me, yeah. I was like, man, this life that I thought had meaning and purpose um, led to a dead end. I started asking questions to myself, is there, there's got to be more than life and then you know, for me to be here, yeah, put on earth, and and you know, right away, and I started asking you. Um, and I was desperate at the time, you know, because I I had a young born um, daughter. I left, uh, you know, left her, my wife, um, you yeah, know, home at the time, and it really, you know, just started asking questions. And um, yeah, like anything, man, I was desperate, and I was uh, desperate for change. And yeah. I just remember one night uh, I cried out to God. You know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, really know or had any relationship or um, strong at faith at the time, but I knew um, I was just desperate for anything, and I knew at that time that's all I could um, do. So I cried out, and I remember um, just crying out, crying out a prayer, and just, man, if you're uh, willing to help me get out early, uh, that'll be willing to change my life around for the good. And I remember it was that night, man, I just had a, I heard a, you know, a solid, um, audible voice say he was going to change me from a nobody or somebody. So at that time, I didn't even know what that meant, But um, I just remember faith, hope, um, my dreams, um, you know, started to be restored. And, um, yeah, I just went after things and I started um, telling, you know, close friends. I even told families that, hey, I'm going for the NRL. (laughs) And everyone thought, oh, this guy's been on drugs or something, you know. (laughs) um, You know, long story short, um, you know, I was uh, was, uh, sentenced to three years, but I'm released after one year. And I knew that that was a miracle, man. And it was, uh, you know, God kept His side of the bargain. Yeah. And you know, for me, and now that I'm released, I wanted to uh, hold my side as well and and go all out for me. And um, that's what I did. Is I set a five year goal, and um, and I just knew from there, you know, without um, having no experience of playing rugby league whatsoever, um, that you know, um, it was just all um, God. The way He just opened the right doors, and and um, you know, um, you know, five years later, you know. Here yeah, man, the, yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus, uh achieved yeah. the impossible, man. So, yeah, all glory to him. only um, it his grace, uh, like, there's no... Because there's no chance I'll be here right now um, in England having a criminal record. These these are some of the biggest obstacles that, that held me back um, was having a criminal record. The, um, I needed to have a visa. So within that five years, like, I was chasing something that seemed impossible at the time. So I had a lot of people... Um, you know, telling me not to, you um, know, don't even bother. Um, you know, with with my visa and, you know, with my age at the time as well. I remember I was three, four years in, and um, I still hadn't had a visa. But you know, my my faith and 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 hope and, and Jesus, man, like really just gave me that that push. I was like, nah, and I like I, I really believe it. Was he's, he's he's restored it in me. So at the time, it, yeah, it seemed like there was no way. In. Man, it was all God's timing. The fifth year, He 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 opened a door, and um, I just remember that there's there's a uh, Bible verse that talks man, if you have faith, as little as a mustard seed, that you can, you know, move mountains. And uh, this visa was a massive mountain for me, because mm. it took five years. And um, yeah, I remember the third or fourth year, I was so close to giving up uh, because yeah, you know, it was um, wasn't seeing anything. Gay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just thankful for the right people, and especially my wife. Um, in your corner that, you know, continue just to, to push through and, um, and and remind you that uh, you know, the the God given um, dream and, and, and purpose and and it's right from the beginning when I was released, um that was that was part of my I believe that was part of my purpose now was to be that light form and um inspire the one. And regardless if I made NRA or not, it was just man if if I can just inspire and encourage one one soul out there then I know um I've played my part and, you know, there's a really those are the real tries um and trophies that yeah. you know that um people can't take away is if you can, you know, just install hope or, you know, give give someone that that hope and let them know that hey, regardless of um dead end or um however um, you know, messed up your pastors come from a you know, from, you know, just for all the foulest um people or homes, you know, that that's and, and that's all the heart behind um this this podcast as well. That's that's all we're doing it for. We really want to be a voice to um, those that suffer, you know, those that, um, that, you know, lost parents or, you know, feel like, you know, those of father's homes, um, you know, those that have been, you know, molested or just, seeing you no know, hope, you know, or no way forward in you know? it. Um, I feel like that podcast is, is, is coming at the right time where all our values align and that we are there to be that light mm. and that, uh, you know, they say that shame breeds in the darkness, so... We're just really encouraged that, you know, uh, we want to show people as well and be that example that, hey, uh, you know, if we can do it, you can do it. Uh, you know, you guys can do it as well. You know, um, just talk your walk. You know, want to normalize, just talking so we can encourage those.
1: Yeah, you talk about meaning and purpose, and um, it just sounds like you're really passionate about living a significant, fulfilled life. How have you found um, living that significant and fulfilling life, through your your faith in Jesus
2: yeah it's um it's really um rewarding eh? um and it it just goes back um it goes back from 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 being inside for me and it's it's it was in the the hard times that I really found my purpose and i realized um you know you gotta be um you know intentional when you talk about significant eh? um to live a significant life then you have to be intentional on 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 why and really ask that question, why are you, why are you here on earth? Mm. For me, it was, just, it was really clear from the get-go when I uh, cried out from that that prayer. I cried out, yeah, you know from, from nobody to somebody. Yeah, it was like, man, just really wanted to push that, that message to to everyone out there. I was like, hey, man, you know, if I can, um, you know, um, hit a dead end and hit rock bottom and and go from prison to to know, How much more can you guys achieve and that's really the message we're trying to push you. Just trying to be real, you.
1: Yeah, in your podcast um, talk, your walk, uh, you know, you mentioned the heart behind that podca- podcast is, uh, you know, giving a voice to those who are suffering and hurting and going through tough times. What are some of the the principles and and, and direction you're giving some of your viewers on that podcast?
2: Yeah, um, especially yeah, before that as well, because. I really feel like um we got a big credit to q and p they they had something like this um cooking for a while, and um you know it's, when you mentioned um it was me jesse and Pete uh q there's a few of us we usually just catch up every morning um you know for for coffee before training right. and um like mentioned this was this like this is something that p and q have been um talking and and cooking up for a while and we we used to talk really deep, like we used to have some, some like really deep conversations and, and connect and we were like, Man, like we can literally bless some people with, why didn't we have this recorded? Yeah. And um yeah, long story short, it just eventually you know, like I mentioned, all our values aligned. You know, we all wanted to be that life, that voice and, and inspire the one and it was like, hey, let's just do it, man, let's um not talk about it but um yeah, actually um put a put it all into action and, and that's where we um yeah, just all came together and and took off and yeah we'll we just we just want to let them know that hey um you can talk your walk as well
1: yeah
2: you know and then there's there's, there's um there's strength and there's power in being vulnerable and knowing that um you know your uh your breakthrough will be someone else's deliverance so we really want to just just um just harness that like now hey we 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 all fall down on life hey uh like i mentioned before it's, not how many times you fall down, but you know how many times you're willing to to stand back up again, and actually um, using those those you know respecting the lessons, you know when when you know you can actually um, use your adversities as stepping stones, you know to 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 greater things, and and that's what we've learnt, and that's what we're willing to share through our experiences, and you know just be vulnerable with people, like man, we're just. Uh, normal human beings, you know you take a footy head off you know we all we all have our our troubles we all fall down uh but we really wanna um just push them and really um you know share the you know the light and hope that hey um even you know um i think the unique you you know the uniqueness of, of um each each and every one of us uh, we all come from diverse backgrounds you know um pete talks about you know a little bit about on the first one um uh, we, you know, uh, completed suicide. So we all have sort of unique ways on, um, you know, ways of how how we made uh, professional rugby league. But um, we want to share just our experiences because, um, yeah, we really believe it will be selfish if we just hold it within ourselves. We mentioned before, man, our, our breakthroughs will be someone else's deliverance. So the whole key message for us, man, if we can just inspire or we'll give someone hope or um, help avoid those uh, expensive mistakes. And yeah, it's,
0: it's it's well worth it. Yeah, it's awesome times. One of the things that I took out of that um, podcast that just I noticed is just that quiet strength. You have obviously, um, you know, the guys are awesome at chatting and, and, and speaking what's in their mind, but you kind of have that stillness about you that you've always had. And when you speak, you kind of demand uh, respect and people listen to what you say. Um, I know you've always been pretty passionate about, you know, public speaking and um, doing inspirational talks when you finish playing football is that something that's still on the cards that you'd like to do
2: yeah no definitely um you know if you were to, to ever ask uh you know my family or anyone that knew me uh before high school um this was my number one theory and whenever i never <laughs> got an opportunity to
0: yeah.
2: run away from it but i think um you know that encounter uh, with god when i was in prison really restored a lot of the dreams eh? and and uh, yeah, it's definitely something that um, ever since like that prayer, I've sort of been chasing it and really passionate. Um, you know, and for some reason, I've uh, you know I've developed a passion to um, yeah public speaking. Like, I really believe you know like uh, I me, mean, we need to sharpen our, our tools and our voice because um, you know we can uh, really give people hope. And if we don't speak or learn how to speak, you know. Um, I, I feel like personally that, uh, you know, being selfish, you know, not to share share the message, you know, my mess could be someone else's message or, you know, they say the test the testimony of if I can't speak, um, you know, how can I um, bless or give people hope? So, yeah, I'm really passionate and that's something that I, I, I do see myself and it's one of the dreams, um, you know, when I was in prison, um, you know, I got a vision to, to not only go visit prisons all around the world, but just... Just anywhere where it seems, um, you know, people are hopelessness, or um, you know, just anywhere where um, they need to hear, um, you know, the yeah. second chance that hey, if I can um, come from where I've come from and achieve the dreams, then how much more can you? So yeah, definitely be something um, along the lines.
1: I think you said um, shame, shame breeds in the was it in the darkness? Was that was that your 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 comment? In the shadows, shame breeds in the shadows. And I, yeah, think, same, same yeah, and I think, yeah, and I um, you know, you getting together with some of your teammates every morning for that coffee and that mateship and that community time where you share and be open and then to actually, uh, press record on a podcast and open up and be, um, be transparent about what's really going on in your life and be vulnerable. I can just see it as such a doorway to, to so much people's, um, you know, hope and their own, you know, um, significant life. How have you found um being open and transparent and vulnerable, how have you found that's impacted people um through through your viewership and through your friends and family?
2: Yeah, it was um it was pretty daunting to be honest to to start off um to be honest we had no experience whatsoever in um you know the podcast. But one thing we did know was when we did speak about it was hey, we're just this is just gonna be another connect session. You know, we're just gonna be real. Um the thing as well, you gotta uh, realize there's no scripts, <laughs> so there's <laughs> nothing script. But there's no um, there's no edits as well. So I don't know if you're aware, with the podcast, we're we'll just going roll straight out. Right. Um, and and that's I, I think the uniqueness of uh, of us as we're just here being real. And um, you know, after our first one, we didn't even know um, you know what to expect, and the feedback we got from uh, so many people, not even um, footy fans, but just. Um, normal normal people in general just just working and they heard you know heard, heard the journey of episode one it was um, yeah just so I mean like uh, yeah we were just grateful for the feedback because um, we don't know what to expect you know having no experience in, in the actual uh, podcast world but we just wanted um, you know to um, just to go out there and, and you know speak our truth, hey? talk our walk and, and hopefully just inspire the one and um, I think we've done more than that so been really encouraging um to see that that feedback and you know, um we're a third one in now talking about life after 40 and yeah, you know, was looking to build some momentum now and and, and gave them more and just just be a blessing to everyone
0: thanks that's a great one the uh life after 40 i really enjoyed that one but it's such a it's such a topic that doesn't get spoken about it's a bit taboo in in the sporting world and yeah here on the spirit of sport we have a lot of guests that we've had you know we've been pretty fortunate enough to have some really good guests um and a common theme that a lot of them talk about is, um, and if they've recently retired, they talk about the the difficulty of transitioning to life after football. And I know you guys touch about preparing in terms of education and, and making sure you're ready for that, but it doesn't really matter how much you prepare. There's, I find that, you know, without that walk with God, and, and that's kind of, I think, that's where you would have benefited the most throughout your career. Your faith gives you that balance Outside of just football, your, your eggs aren't all in the one basket. And I think that really helped me post football because I realised I was more mm-hmm. than just a football player. And you know, there's there was more to my life than just being what I was doing. So I, I feel like yeah. that's that's a key. Um, what's what's life for you like after football? What's your plans and what do you hope to do when you retire in another ten years' time?
2: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a definitely a good one. Um, <laughs> um, I'll sort of just go back a little bit as well because um, it's so right what you said. Eh? Um, uh to, you know when you talk about um it's a bit taboo to talk about that, yeah, and that's that's why we really wanted to um you know really push forward or talk your walk 'cause we really uh like the whole heart behind it as well is that you know we can normalize talking you know these, these taboo talks, you know like yeah. it should be normal that we should we should be excited for our next chapter,
0: yeah
2: like we should be excited that hey, this what a blessing it is to be a professional um rugby league player, but um you know the dream starts again, you know. There's um life is full of mountains, you know, and and uh, one mountain is you know the NRL or whatever it be, and then hey, you achieve one mountain. What's the next one? Yeah. I feel like we need to just normalize that or normalize being real. You know, hey, I don't have it all together. Uh, you know, you don't have to try and wear masks and stuff. And that's where the whole heart behind Talking Walkers is like, hey, if we can do it and be vulnerable on you know a podcast show, and hopefully that uh, one person or you know can help um, one person. But going back to your um, wow, that's awesome. question, you're right, man. Um, I think identity is a big one, eh? Yeah. And um, so many people attach their identity in, in, in things. And, uh, you know, when you attach your identity in things or uh, things are not going to last, or, you know, rugby league, the minute rugby league's over, you think your life is over. But that's far from the truth. And and, and one thing that's really helped me is my identity in Christ right from the beginning. Um, you know, when... when you made that miracle for, you know, releasing me, really showing me what true uh, meaning and purpose was. And that was to serve, you know, yeah. and um, just y- using me as an-, an example, just to serve. Where can I serve? Where can I be the light for And that's how I've just applied my life on every sort of level. And uh, I realized every, you know, when one thing that's really um, stood out and, and and you showed me and taught me is when you're faithful in the little, it will lead to big responsibilities.
0: Amen. Yeah. And,
2: um, He's opened the doors and in, in, in the right time by just me serving, and yeah. you know serving could be anything by just being there to listen to, because you know and um, I've, I've realized you know being here in the NRL. Don't get me wrong, man, that's the dream. But for me, it was more than that. It was if, man, if I can just find the one, who's 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 the one, brother. If I can lead one brother to Christ or give him some hope, you know, I, I always had a goal. If I can just uh, give hope or lead one one soul to christ man That those are the trophies that you can't take away these are the these are the tries these are these are the, um that that really count in life so yeah. for me it's it's really giving me the purpose that hey it doesn't stop just you know and and that's the exciting thing about it and i think that advantage um that you know we we talk about um you know when you when you know god you have that peace that you know in you know, hey, this is just one chapter um yeah. you know and this you still got plenty more, um, more to live in, you know, like the big eagle says, "There, the best days are, are still ahead. So these so are the exciting things that you can look forward to. And that's that's where we really want, you know, the heart behind Talk Your Walk and we are looking at um going even deeper with um, some other touchy subjects. But um yeah, it's just to hope that hey, just uh, be excited about it and, and and you know, if you um one thing like I mentioned, eh hey, um you just gotta realize is that man, you just gotta fast forward five, ten years. Yeah. And, and see and if just see where the other guy is, you know, that's just to save you some time. That's good. Like One thing I learned is don't make the same mistakes that, you know, like, like for me, I'm trying to be the example to my son. I was like, hey, don't, don't um, waste my experience or my mistakes. Don't go down the path that, you know, that I thought um, had meaning and purpose, you know, and, I, and, and, and that's what I told myself at 16 because that's all I knew.
1: Yeah. And
2: it was that environment, eh, talking about that environment and. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I there's nothing wrong. Um, I'm, it's not like I'm against um, alcohol or anything like that. But my experience inside um, prison really showed me that there was only temporary happiness, and yeah. the that happiness that I that I get from now is man serving God and and um, yeah, living for Him. And man, th- there's no price to that, eh? Um, you know, one one blessing from Him outweighs any um, sort of. Um, you know, happiness or, or, or fulfillment that you're chasing on, on earth. And, and, and that's what I've seen and experienced for myself. So, yeah, just really thankful for his grace, man, because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm still buzzing <laughs> out, you know, as you're talking, you're reminding me because I'm here because I'm my an aunt prayer and uh, I shouldn't be here. That's
0: so cool, man. That's such a good story. Um, man, I, yeah, I, I, love, I love the way you share and, and just open yourself up and, um, help people connect with you, but hey, we are just at this part of the show, time the show now where, or it it's it's a key part of our show. It's a, it's a premier part. It's the 60 second blitz with Ooh, blitz. blitz. Good luck.
1: Now, now Suya, I'm just gonna uh, throw a bunch of questions at you, and you have to give us the, uh, the 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 first answer that comes into your head. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All, right, <laughs> all right, mate. I was but... a nervous. Yes. Yeah, so... <laughs> Favorite holiday destination. <laughs> Oh, Jerusalem! I oh. want to go there. Oh, hello! I Haven't, nice.
2: I haven't been there. Sorry.
1: Yeah, now you are going out for a feed? Favorite, favorite food? Oh, Kenzi! Oh, oh. that's sushi for the viewers. That's They're downtown. Power up. Special, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they've got um, branches yet. Now, um, if you could meet any person, who would you want to meet?
2: Oh. <laughs> The Rock, I'll just say The Rock.
1: Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, there's a bit similarities between The Rock and the Ass away.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. You know The Rock's on the new Fortnite update, just just letting you know, uh, just being relevant to the kids out there. Now, listen, you have you have a big pre-season. You do a lot of training. It's You're, you're wasted. It's time for some downtime. What do you do for your downtime? Oh, uh, man, I
2: just me and the family. Uh, besides that, if I need to really knock off, uh, man, to be real... But I've um, I've been away from it for a while now. But I usually just um, I'm, I'm more of a Call of Duty.
1: Oh, okay. So I usually
2: get a score back. Uh, carrying carrying
1: the boys um, yeah. a lot. So. Yeah, okay. Um, now you go to the movies. You can pick two snacks at the at the snack bar. What, what are you picking? Be honest. Oh,
2: it, Pringles and um, Pringles and ice
1: cream. I'm had Pringles. That one, on yeah. Pringles. All right. We haven't heard that one yet. Um, now listen. <coughs> You've you've had an emotional week. You need to emotionally binge on some food. What is your what is your food of poison?
0: Oh, Burger King.
1: Oh, Burger
0: King. Yeah. I didn't. I thought you you never eat junk food. Your, your body doesn't suggest you don't. No, it's cheating.
1: Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you've got to put sand in a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's all I got, uh, <laughs> Tongues. Um, that's that's, what, that's the gold I have for today today, to Yeah. Thanks, Benny. I like, that's that's obviously listeners. That's why it's such a premier part of our show. What a what a segment. Inside it's um way. it's so good for the listeners, um, Tongues. We're we're pretty much out of time. I just want to say thank you so much. Obviously, you know, for the listeners that don't know, you've called it from UK, which is it's currently almost eleven PM there. So it's it's a real big commitment. We yeah, appreciate that. you sacrificing your time. Um I, I honestly I'm genuinely um grateful that I got to play alongside you. I I probably haven't even told you this tongues, but even though I was captain of the team at the time, the amount of leadership lessons I learned from you and just by observing you, um you know, you're a natural born leader. You you have an impact on people around you. People are drawn to you. Uh, I've got no doubt at all that post-football, you're going to kick on to bigger and better things and you're going to have more of an impact post-football than you've had throughout your playing career, which is um, saying a lot because you've done a lot in your playing career. Your story from right from the start, from you know, your, your days in prisons, the lessons you've learned, the goals you've set, your relationship with God, it's just such an amazing story that um, people need to hear more of and I can't wait to see you kick on and do more of it when you finish. But thanks so much for your time, Tongues, and we, uh, we really look forward to seeing you dominate on the football field this year, mate.
2: Uh, thank you so much, man, and thank you, uh, thank you, guys, for this opportunity. Really, um, man, honored and, and privileged, and man, too kind uh, to me. Uh, man, you're such an honor to to play off, and I didn't really get a chance to um, to say it as well. Uh, but man, what an honor it was to play alongside you and um, and serve under you, man. You're one of the greatest leaders, and I've learned so much of you as well. And there was one one thing that I, I I do share and it stuck with me, and I learned. And I remember, um, I won't say the name, but um, you know, one guy was going. Oh, um, I'm gonna go with 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 Tim to Hillsong uh, conference, and all the boys were talking and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff. And he said, hey, why are you going there, because he came, he came, you know, he came for me and spent time with me. And man, that's something that I've learned and and carried with me. It's like uh, you know, um, spending time, being available. So man, appreciate you, Tim. Man, uh, much love to you guys. Thanks love what you guys are doing and thanks again for this opportunity.
0: Thanks, bro, and Jeez, thanks mate. for being one of the best ambassadors Asics has ever had. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, bro. much love, man. Appreciate it. Chat soon, legend. Talk soon.
1: Stuff for your face and body. It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, stuff is helping mental health too. Find stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.